wizard, Harry. Ah! Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die! We know each other. He's a friend from work. Why? You can fight. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Welcome to When Harry Met Movies podcast. My name's Harry. And this is my dad. Dad. How are you today? Good. So, it's a new year. Well, yeah. Well, feel any different? Well, it's still 2021 today. But yeah, we're filming this on a New Year's Eve. That's how dedicated we are. Is it? Mm. Ah. This won't be posted till like, 2020. 10 or something, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know when this will be posted. A couple of weeks. Yeah. Probably around the 13th. I'm not so, going to check that date if he's posted it. <laughs> so, this week's film is Never Ending Story from 1984. So, shall I tell you the story? Yes. How many lines are you going to give me? It's a complicated story. So I'm going to give you four. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. Okay. Oh, God, what's the main lad called? I'm already stuck. Just call him the main lad. No, I need to know what his name is. Oh, my um, God, so picky. Wh- why is that not in my notes? Usually that's in my notes. Dad, you failed us. How do you have every little detail about this film? It's some oh, Bastion, that's his name, I just remembered. Is that the kid which is not in the... Is that the kid? That's the kid that's reading the book. Yeah. Oh, there. <laughs> so, Bastion is a young boy that's being bullied by some kids and he yeah. runs into a bookstore and through an exchange with the owner of a bookshop, eventually ends up yeah. taking a book with him. He steals yeah. a book, yeah. yeah. Or he loans it. He goes back to his school and because he's getting he's late for his class, he then decides to go up into the attic and start reading the book. The book is called Never Ending Story and it's about a world where we're, it is being destroyed by the nothingness and the princess needs saving and calls upon the hero, Atreyu. Atreyu is a young boy that's a hero and basically goes on a series of missions to try and find her true name. And the final sentence is, it turns out that Bastian's actually part of the story and he's the only person that can call out a true name, which he does, and saves the day. Yeah. That's roughly what it is. And the whole story. Yes, Very we'll get, get to that later on. Um, so, can you handle the truth? No. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! <laughs> right, your facts about this. Is the actor playing a trail? Yeah. He was very accident prone on set. And basically, at one point, he was thrown from the horse and injured himself. At the point where Artax's horse 
drowned as it's going underwater which yeah. it actually kind of did it sucked him under and he went under as well so he almost drowned and then also when he was fighting they were the creature that the nothingness sends after him. The wolf. Yeah, the wolf yeah. type creature. The darkness. When wolf. it jumped at him, yeah. he got caught by one of the claws and cut himself. So that's the first fact that he was actually very... I feel like that's true. Um, the second fact is that Atreyu was meant to be blue. His skin colour was meant to be blue. <laughs> but um, the, the, the stuff they used to do it it, it, it irritates the skin so he couldn't do it. He's a, he has allergic reaction. And the third fact is that Falcor, the dragon, was 43 feet long, which is like He's, no. 10 of you. I cannot imagine that, 10 of me. it was, so, which is, the, which is the truth. I feel like the middle one is maybe true, but I'm not, I'm going to go to the middle one. At you definitely think that one's true? Yeah. You think it's a lie? Yeah. Yes, it is. Thank you. The tray was meant to be green. But the same thing, he was allergic to the stuff, so he couldn't use it. I so, there are your facts. I'm so just saying it's not a dragon, it's a dragon dog. His head looks like a dragon. Yeah, but he's still a dragon, he's a luck dragon. Let's jump into the questions. I'm going to fight another one of the things I'm going to stick in, I'm still moving. So, so, the first question is what was the worst special effect? I can't. I think it was like the flying was not like. Um, like it was obvious it was fake, but that's it. That I don't think that was the worst. I think there's a bit where he has to run through the statues and the statues shoot down oh, lasers, yeah. and you could tell that that was like that yeah. was quite poor yeah. special effects. I can remember. Um, one. but a lot of the stuff uh, puppets, so it's not too. Just checking because it doesn't. They're not too bad. Sorry, it's just pointing to a stick and six. Just yeah, because it only has two legs, so just go. Next question. Who was your least favourite character? I don't have a least favourite character. Is that one you dislike? I don't remember anyone. But you disliked? Yeah. Obviously you don't like the bullies, no one likes the bullies. No. Um, his dad's not very nice, I remember his dad being a bit Oh, brilliant. yeah. Um, he was a jerk. Not a huge fan of the actual princess. Really? No, yeah. Mm. So that, for me, that was probably like a, a weak area. This one we'll ask at the end. Oh, this one's always end one question. Do you think it holds up? So, does it... Is it still a good film? Yeah, it's it's a good film, but there's just some like bits which is not makes it as good. As I think it. the general story is good. Yeah, um, the puppets are still good, which oh, is what yeah. helps. I think because it's a lot of practical effects rather than special effects. Special. I think that helps. Like I said, there's a couple of little dodgy special effects. Yeah, I still think it holds up. I still think it's a good film. Yeah, I I, I do want to mention something. Go. You know, um, he's like and he goes past the statue. And he shows the mirror, and then the mirror shows that the real life boy is like, <laughs> what? Yeah. That's really cool how they like include him, like. Yeah, we keep the story. Does it change for everyone who reads the book? So you like, I okay. read it. Which, 
which character would you like to meet from the film? Um, I've got just the puppets count. Yeah, yeah, their character. I've got three people. Go. I've got the main boy, which is in real life. I've got the dragon dog. Falcor. Yeah, and then I've got the wolf. So yeah, Falcor is the one that I would want to meet. Um, I will. I like the the guy who's got the fast snail. Oh yeah. The racing snail. I quite like that character. Um, so either of those would be the obvious ones, I think. Yeah, I would love to just sleep on the dragon dog. Yeah, he does look comfy. He does. He is probably comfy as Is the film too long? It's about 90 minutes, so no. I wouldn't have said it was. Um, we've watched quite a few films recently that are all 90 minutes, and I think for these sort of films, that's a really good time scale. Because yeah. um, it allows... Um, Story but it doesn't, it doesn't go on for too long. Yeah, does it go on, like does it keep you from going? Bear in mind that we've watched for those of the rings recently and they're quite long. They're like long. two hours, aren't they? Three hours. Really? <laughs> if you're calling them up to put it up. Why would I make who would make a good teacher? <laughs> the little old guy that um helps try go go through the statues. Oh, yeah, I could see him as like a science teacher. Yeah, and then I could I could see three I could see my main boy in real life be like an English teacher. All right, yeah. Yeah, because he like reads the books and that. Who's who's picking the question? Oh, what was your favourite scene? Uh, is that the end of the princess? Is it is basically like the real boy? Like you're the only one which believes in Fantasia. Yeah, that's a very powerful play. I like the scene. There's a few in the film that are good, but my favourite scene is the last scene where he has his wishes yeah. and he's flying on Falcor. Yeah, I love and, that. But like you see, oh, yeah. Artax is still alive, the horse. Oh yeah. And the, oh. Oh, he's brought back the snail guy and the bat guy. For the rock guys, for who are rock, the rock guys' friends, and that's what he used his wishes on. I and mean, obviously, he, he attacked the bullies. Him. Yeah, when they like, and they just they look up and they just see like this that dragon just come after them. I would, I would pee my pants. I like if you see a dragon dog, what would you do? Coming out, yeah. He wouldn't just stare. At what was the funniest moment in the film? Um. That's one of them. Yeah. I quite like the bit where he meets, I can't remember what it's called, but the big tortoise type thing and it sneezes at him. Yeah. And it blows him over the tree. That was pretty funny. I like the tortoise woman. Yeah, I think it is a one. Ray thinks it's an island, but it's not, is it? It's not sewer. Which leads us on to who's the funniest character? Ooh. Now, my answer to this might be different than yours. What? My answer is the, it's the old guy. I think he's quite funny. Yeah. And he reminds me a little bit of the old guy from Princess Bride who brings um, Wesley back to life. Yeah, I didn't know that question. I don't know. Um, it's that guy or the dragon dog? Yeah, the Falco. Falco. I actually don't know. I won't remember his name so You will do. Falco. What was your favourite line? Ooh. I think 
Is it, is it only you can say Fantasia? Only you can say Fantasia. Yeah. That was very powerful. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a favourite line from it. That's going to go for the whole script. I like the bit where I can't remember what the exact words are, but it's um, where the rock guy says, Oh, he, his hands are big and strong, but he, they look powerful, but he couldn't keep hold of his friends and then nothing must took him away. I think that's quite a nice line, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to go look through all the reviews to find. No. I'm just thinking of a, a line. I think that's. I'm just trying to think of the right words, but. Oh, what is the saddest moment in the when film? The, when the horse sings. Right, yeah. So this actually was asked to us by a friend of the podcast, James, from Feel the Screens, which we talked about quite a bit yeah. on the podcast. And he actually asked us, is, is our attack the saddest scene in the film ever? Yes. Because those haven't seen the film, basically, the trailer's got a horse called Artax, and they were Swamp of Sadness, I think it's called, or Despair or something like that. And basically, if you, if you lose, lose hope, you start to sink in them. So the horse starts to sink. And at first it starts to sink and the trail just pulls it thinking, oh, it's fine, it's, it's come on. But then the horse starts getting sad and sad and, and we start sinking into what is basically like really thick mud, isn't it? But it's quite heartbreaking because you don't expect it to happen, yeah, do you? Like, why the horse? Why couldn't it not have been the person? But um, obviously, which makes it do apologize. That was my phone. Dad, um, read your notifications. I have done that. In the cinema, please do. So, yeah, I think it's what's quite good is the horse has more of an impact, but that's what makes it quite good at the yeah. end when he has the wish and he, br he brings the horse back for our, for a trail. Yeah. Next question. What if you wish that the Fantasia brought back to bring off? Well, Fantasia's already brought back. What was the coolest moment in the film? Any of the ones with a look dragon for me. Yeah. Um, I just think I just really like the look of it and how it's done. Yeah. I love that. I love him. I would, I would just want to take him home and same with the darkness wolf. You like the darkness wolf? Yeah. It's cool looking. Yeah, it's quite good. He's a, he's not, he's a puppet as well. as like an animatronic puppet. Oh, I want to say Jim Henson Studio to them. Jim Henson Studios probably did a lot. Um, I think I'm Jim, not too sure. Honestly. I think Jim Henson, if you were, if back then, if you wanted puppets made, you would go to Jim Henson Studios and ask, because I think they did make them. Should we find out live on the podcast? Yes, well, it's not really live, because it's went from out for like 22. Yes, it was Jim Henson's creature workshop. Of course it was. Yeah, because back then, why would you make your own when you could go and pay someone? Okay, what do you know about the film before you watched it? Nothing. I think I remember like a video talking about it briefly. Like that's it. It might have been something else I can't remember Tom. It's one of those films when I was younger, I remember seeing the trailers and stuff for it. But 1984, so I must have, by the time I had watched this, it had already been out of the cinema and stuff. So I must have watched it at home. Um, I would assume I probably, as I touched on before, as you'd watch. You'd watch stuff. That's it. You'd watch a video at home and it'd have trailers on from other films. So I assume never had a story problem with that. So if that was on TV, I'd have probably watched it. Yeah. Um, what was the scariest moment in the film? Yeah, what was it for me? 
The only bit that's kind of tight, potentially scary is the um. When the wolf ju- when, the like, wolf look, thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. when you like look, when he's looking at the mirror wall and it shows like his story and it shows the wolf and and then he just turns and you see the wolf. Any more questions? No, it's two. Is there an app that you would prefer in being with? Um, not really. Nothing. Nothing. No one leaps out. What I think is badly cast. With this film, I don't know a lot about this from back then. So, like I touched on one of the others, you might have got one of the guys from the Goonies, but I don't think tonally they would have acted it correctly. Um, mm. I so no, I don't. I don't think anyone jumps out with being. Some of it should have been recast. Recasted. Recasted. Quantum recasted. Does the film make you feel good? Yeah. Um, they still imagine Yeah, to a degree. Um, I do think the ending is a little bit anticlimactic. The fact that basically what saves the day is him just shouting my name. But obviously the idea, as I was talking to you when we were watching it, He's reading the book about the story, and he's in the story because he's reading the book as well. So hence, so it's never ending. But then we're watching him read the story, and he's part of the story. Does that mean that in some weird way we're part of the story? Is that the idea? Now we talk about the film, and more people are going to go watch the film. Mm-hmm. Better. It is the the guy who wrote the book wanted his name removed from it because it's only half the book. Um, and apparently the second film touches on the rest. I remember watching the second film, but I think I remember it being pretty awful. Is the second film? Yeah. It's a lot dragging, isn't it? I can't remember. It's a lot dragging, isn't it? It means it's rubbish. I think he is. I can't remember it properly. I remember it. I'm not, I think with the boy was back, I think his dad had a bit more to do with it. Um, but I'm not too sure. I don't remember loads about it. Well, we might watch it because at some point, yeah. We've got to get some more films first. Kind of answer that one, so I'll pick it up. Do you think they should make a sequel? Well, obviously, they have. I can remember. Forget if there's a sequel, I would say no. the idea was a never ending story. You could introduce more, in fact, that I know. It's not all the book, probably yet. Um, it would be a film that you would be surprised if there wasn't a sequel done. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't want a sequel. But... Yeah, sometimes both. Some that's a good, valid point. Sometimes films are good just as they are, aren't they? They don't need yeah. a follow up. Um, we've watched a few films that have got sequels and they don't always necessarily need them. The problem is, it's all to do with popularity, isn't it? Yeah, why would you? If, if would like, this work if, if we weren't the main actor? This is a weird question someone asked me. To no. Um, no, because the idea is he's in. You could, what I suppose what you could say is if this was a story just about what he's reading and you don't see a bit about him reading it, would it still work? I suppose it would to a degree, but obviously how they got the name at the end would be different. Maybe she would shout to the audience that you've got my name to so shout my name. And she could almost, that would be quite a clever way of doing it, wouldn't it? But instead of the book being involved, is that we just hear the story of Fantasia at the end, or watching the film as the people that actually shout out my name and we just shout out her name, and then she talks to us directly. Obviously, we wouldn't respond. 
break the fourth wall. Yeah, break the fourth wall. And then she says, oh, you have wishes. What would you like? And the wishes would be the ones that are bringing back like, dead characters or whatever. And then they Bring could back fowls and look dogs. They could even, at the end, what they could have mm -hmm. done is they could have had it look like you were on the dragon and the dragon was flying. That would be a really cool way to film. Oh. Mate, I should just be writing this film. Yeah, Give me the script. Let Dad make a remake. I feel that. So basically what I'm saying is you could take the main character out and they could be talking to us directly, which would be a clever way of doing it. They make it so we're the main character. Yeah, we're Bastion. So they'd be talking to us directly and throughout the film, she'd just go, but there's people watching us, they're watching us now and they'd be talking about us. No. And then at the very end, they'd ask us to shout out her name. Shout out my name. So I think that'd be quite cool. Dad. Best makeup or effect? Balcor. Balcor. Yeah, Balcor. Because like you said, you actually want to cuddle up with him and go to sleep. Yeah, because he's looks really fluffy and you look how, you see how long he is sometimes. Yeah, he's kind of almost played off a, um, like a Chinese style dragon, I would say. He's, he's dead, basically. Um, this question is, do you think the film has a message? To never give up. Yeah, maybe. And also to believe in, believe in make-believe as such. Yeah. And... That's almost, he's almost picked on, isn't he? Because he reads books and he's quite, lives in his own little world that the yeah. lad does. Um, do you think if it was remade today, it would be popular? Yeah. So if it did a remake, do you think... Like Firstly, what do you think might change? The special effects would change. A lot of yeah, it would be CGI, be, wouldn't there it? would be puppets. Yeah, I think some of them you'd need to do practical effects still, maybe, to some degree. But I imagine the CGI is good enough nowadays to cover up where the puppets maybe did. Because you said about the dog, the bad guy, I can't remember what his name is, but he, this point where he looks very like he's a puppet, like his movements are quite robotic. Um, and they would make that a bit more realistic, I yeah. suppose. Um, I do think it would be popular. I'm not sure. The problem is nowadays, I think it's like Marvel and stuff like that is what makes things popular. Um, obviously, what they could do now is do my version of the story yeah, and put my twist on it. And therefore, it'd be arguably one of the cleverest films going on the market. Look. Which character is most like me? So, what we do here is Ooh. Harry says which character is most like me, and I say which character is most like him. Hmm. Hmm. Do you want me to do you first? Yeah. Okay. So I would say the character that's most like you is Bastion. Boy, because I would say you like your own little you like your films, you like your fantasy, you like your Minecraft, you like your own little world yeah. and stuff. I'm always um, a talk to myself. I think sometimes you probably feel like you're a little bit out of place in the world. I am. Um, because of your ADHD and stuff. Yep. But actually, what you find out in the film is that Bastion's actually very brave. Yeah. And I'll say so are you. Because you yeah. sort of, well, despite all the troubles you have, because you've got dyslexia as well, and he's got autism. Mm -hmm. And and um. Lack of post perception, what? which makes him struggle with his movements a bit. Yeah, thank you. Can... Um, despite all this, you just you just carry on with the world and get on with stuff. I have to. Which is a nice attitude, and he's actually does really well in school still. So yeah. I would say you're a bit like Bastion, but at the same time, 
I think you're quite funny, so I think you're a bit like Falco as well. Mm. So what about me? Falco. Why? Because you're nice and you're nice, bud. You're lucky. Okay. I didn't know who what card to pick for yourself at Falco because you're nice. Thank you. You're nice, dumb hug. Would this be better as a musical? This is such a random question. Don't know. Um, probably um, not. I don't think this needs to break into songs. If it was animated, obviously, it would probably have songs. Um, which is another way it could be redone today would be if it was animated. I think it could be quite good Ooh, as animation. Yeah. And what they could do is, going into that world, is that when he's reading the book, he's human and he's like a person, like an actor. But when it's the book, it could be done as an animation. So at the very end, when she talks to him, he could turn into like an, anima an animated character. Oh, Dad, stop. Go, go to find a studio, a bit young studio called Harry's Ramet Movie Studio. What was the coolest moment in the film? Anything where he's driving the truck. Yeah. Or I quite like that. Like I said, I quite like it where at the very end you see where you're riding on Artax. Or, do you know what we bit like? What? Let's go for a bit that's not we've not really covered. Is it very near the very beginning you see this? There's a big rock creature. Yeah. And then there's a guy that flies on the bat, and there's a little guy with a snail. And the big rock guy goes, Oh, let me carry you because you won't be able to keep up. And the guy with the snail goes, No, it's okay. He's a racing snail. And you kind of think, What? Mm -hmm. And when he gets on the snail, it shoots off really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, so I, I quite like that bit. I think that's pretty cool. Well, you see how fast the actual snail yeah, is. Like, the dad will be right back, and my brother wants him to eat. Okay. That's what my. That's an outside cool scene, I think, is yeah. the racing snail one. So, you ready to, to yeah. review it? I've got to give it a solid 3.25. Solid 3.25. To me, if you say a solid, you're going to give it a 3 or a 4 or a 5. This is where you go, a solid 3.25. <laughs> it stops it being solid, really, anyway. Um, some let's see what we've so flight of the navigator was a free um yeah so we're going to go back soon and re-score some of these films yeah um but i would say is it better from for me for instance is it better than flash gordon no i would say yeah i'd say a 3.25 is probably a fair I'd say it's slightly better than flight of the navigator you see i think it's a bit more rewatchable I think Flight of the Navigator is good, but when you've seen it, you've seen it, sort of thing. It's um, it sold 3.25. 3.25, yes. So, the last question is what would make this a five just star film? Uh, Alexa doesn't know either. Just ask, uh, Alexa's just responded to us. Um, I don't think. Yes. Changing the special effects would improve it in that way. I think that actually what would make it a five-star film is maybe polishing up the end a bit better. Like I said, I think the end's a bit weak. Um, I don't think this would ever be a five-star film. I don't think, but I think yeah. it could be like a solid sort of four, four and a half stars. Copy, copy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Um, Got to quickly touch touch on another podcast called Movie Wars, which is quite Ooh. an interesting one. They picked two films against each other that got some or, something almost related to say 
they might do Bats for the Future and Bill and Ted's excellent adventure because oh, they're both time travelers so and they compare them they go quite into detail so they'll compare like best cat best character best actors best characters best time travel scenes stuff and they'll do loads of detailed stuff into it very good podcast it's been hosted quite funny as well and like, um, have a laugh with it and stuff and um, they do back to future bit of that uh, i don't know i don't think so um, we could get them on we could be able to head but um it's a good podcast, well worth a listen. Like I say, it's funny and it's entertaining. So we always like to call out some podcasts if we can find some good ones that yes. people might like. Um, and as we keep touching on, we're going to be doing releasing a re. We haven't got a name for it yet, are we? Rescoring sort of thing. We're going to go back and rescore some film. Um, and we're also going to do a cameo. Try and get some people to come on, guest spot on our podcast so if any of you are interested you could be from podcasts or you could just be listeners if you want to come along and talk about a film and in that case we kind of like would be good if you could pick a film and or we'd come up with a few and you can pick one or you, you could suggest one because obviously we've recorded a few that we haven't released yet it's a day away mate it's it's not going to come out for like two weeks or so it's not that far away but we just want to, in case you're catching up with this one and you want to join the podcast, we're always open to guests. So thanks very much for listening and all the support the last year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Say my name. Don't know. What's that for? No, my story. Oh, she asked him to say a name. Yeah. don't think she says it so aggressively. <laughs> no, she screams it and she's like, say it, Bastian, say it. Say it. And he's like, I don't believe I'm in the story or whatever. See, so how good would that be? Would that be if that was actually breaking the fourth wall? I'll yeah. tell you what, MGM and it's Sony and Marvel needs to get onto me. Disney and all that. I could make some great films for them. And remember your look. Actually, we could team up with the guys from um, Field of Screens because James wrote a script for a film called Hiya, which is based loosely on uh, Karate Kid. And um, that's comedy effects up there. So between me and James, I'm pretty sure we could... Um, Make a film. Make a film. We could read. Basically, we could improve never-ending story. And just remember, your luck dragon is always with you. I'd come up with the ideas, and James would come in and write and, and do the commentary. They call it Doctor of Script, or to improve it, so you could come in and put some jokes in there. Make stuff. sure you look after your luck dragons. But, um, thanks so much for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Say my name. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> so long. We are so glad you came. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye bye. Remember, please discard all candy wrappers and popcorn containers in the nearest trash receptacle. Thank you. Okay, bye bye now. <laughs> <laughs>